1: Episode We are going to be answering a question from Amanda Spragans uh, from Instagram. We so what she shared was she asked, We meditate, we create a beautiful inner world, we find peace and stillness within, and it's this amazing thing that sometimes it's hard to come back from. So she's obviously experiencing this herself, but you know, she's saying we because a lot of people do this like we have these meditations, the peace, the stillness within. It's amazing this thing that sometimes it's hard to come back from. What are some tips for merging that inner world into the outer world? I know some of the things I do, some you've taught me because she was actually a client of mine, but I'm still learning to do this myself, she said. So she's asking for some tips, and that's what we're going to be sharing about today.
0: Yeah. And I think like this topic is just so interesting because I feel like once you get involved in any type of personal development and you start reading a lot of books and maybe you do a lot of meditating, and you do a lot of internal work, kind of like maybe in your own room or just kind of like in silence by yourself, you realize that eventually you actually go out and interact with the real world and not everybody in the real world is doing this kind of work or is even interested in this kind of work. And a lot of people are still walking around unconscious. So I think like a really big piece of of personal development is actually learning how to work and move in the world once you learn how to do these things. Mm-hmm. So I've like, I mean, I feel like everyone struggles with this. So I think this 100%. is like a really good question to kind of get into because Anyone who is doing personal development is going to come across this
1: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I and I see it as twofold of like what we need to do, or so, and which I think will start to unfold some of the ideas of our tips we might have. Um, is number one is like the work that we have to do, like bringing our our more enlightened self, put it in air quotes, because you might not consider yourself enlightened, (laughs) even just like if it's just like a 10 minute meditation, but you do feel different, right? So like how you, we bring ourselves into the world or into our daily life, into our relationships, into you know our day. But then secondly also is how we actually accept or uh, navigate the external world and allow things to be as they are. Because mm-hmm. I think a huge key is that as much as we make the internal change and we start changing and we start thinking differently, we start feeling differently, which will affect the outer world, there's still going to be aspects of the outer world that we number one cannot control, but then number two are actually meant to be accepted and loved as they are not changed by means of our change internally. You know, it's like, uh, I've seen this a lot in in the spiritual communities, especially like on Instagram or I don't have TikTok, but I know that this is a conversation that goes around that um, like if you're spiritual, then like you want to change circumstances, you wanna change like outcomes. And that a big part of spirituality, people uh, say, is not needing to change the external world. It's more of making the internal change, and if the external changes alongside with that or align with that, then great. But you just need to accept things as they are. I think there's a, a yes and to that. It's like yes, definitely agreed. Like we're not trying to control the external or trying to like uh, manipulate the world around us. But we are trying to make an influence or a difference, right? Especially if we're wanting to make make a positive difference. So I think it could be both ends. But how we accept the external as it is, I think, is a huge conversation that needs to be talked about in the context of how we still maintain that beautiful inner world, as Amanda put it. It's like we need to accept the external because otherwise we'll get upset, like discontent and like, oh man, like that person was mean to me and like that's that means that just like ruined my really good peaceful attitude yeah well you you allowed that then yeah in a way so yeah what if the other dragons are mean to him (laughs) (laughs) you you need to explain that quote dude no it's (laughs) a no i know it's from harry potter (laughs)
0: harry potter yeah and hagrid gets his uh his dragon and then uh, i think dumbledore makes him get rid of the dragon and then he's like you know all upset yeah Bilch is like, you know, pull yourself together, man. But he's like, yo, but what if the other dragons are mean to him, you know, but he's really going to live in a place with other dragons, which is where he should be. Right. Um, But yo, back to your point, I think like, like that's part of the wisdom of, of spirituality too, is, is Mm -hmm. knowing what the difference is between um, what you can actually influence in your external world and what you just kind of need to let be. And I think that's kind of where the spiritual spirituality and personal development actually really help you in the external world because mm. without that awareness like you kind of really feel like oh like all this stuff is happening to me like i'm kind of at the center of all this and like that person who cut me off like they have a personal vendetta against me like why is this happening to me versus like when you kind of get more into the spiritual side of things it's like oh maybe that person's just having a bad day and like i'm mm. not really the center of this universe it's like there's other things that are going on around me, and I can kind of like just move within it and kind of keep my own center of peace and mm-hmm. understand that like that's where my power is. It's like bringing back that power in back into your internal realm, so that you're not wasting it on on reacting to everything in the world. It's more of like coming from a place of actually being able to respond. And so it's you know it's kind of interesting this question about like actually like how do you go about doing that? And I think you know it really is just unless you're a monk you know and you're going to really be in a in a place where you're just going to meditate all day and be amongst people who are doing the same thing like this is going to happen to you and the way that i've kind of viewed it over over the years of being in this work is like i almost like relished in the chance of like being able to walk out into the real world and having something like oh um i'm at an amusement park and there's a 2 hour line like how did i used to react to that it's like this line like you know this is, what am i going to do for 2 hours versus like now it's like Oh, I'm with my fiance and we can have a great conversation or I can just, you know, look around and like, enjoy my time here. So it's like helping me move through the the world better, I guess, and like more like centered in my own power. So like, I think the first thing that I would say to anyone who's struggling with this or has these kind of questions is to like, actually look at those opportunities when you come up against the real world, that's maybe not as um, like doing the same work as you as an opportunity to see how far you've come in your um, in your practice.
1: Mm. Right. It's like a, it's like a positive proof or even a negative proof. If mm-hmm. you notice yourself fall off track with not being in that high vibrational state that you cultivated in that meditation or in that visualization or in that using your affirmations, like it, you could, some people call it a test, but I actually don't like that. Like mm. some people say like, Oh, the universe tests you. I, I actually don't think that there's that kind of, um, I don't know external will from circumstance that is like causing us to challenge all to see if we're good enough in essence, like we can even get like this kind of like negative attitude. Cause I mean, most people in the world, not many, but, uh, most people, uh, like most people don't like tests and not many actually enjoy it. So like it it sets up that like internal subconscious resistance of like, Oh man, if I'm being tested, like F this, I don't want to do it. But like, it's more of, um, you getting to understand where you're at, like you said.
0: Yeah, literally. Yeah.
1: So like, I love that. And I mean, literally your word, I think is a really great, like just to highlight it, it could be a great tip of like how you navigate the external world and still cultivate that beautiful inner world is to see it as something you can relish in. Like you said, is that you could actually relish in the opportunity to be in a new situation and be different, literally experience that reality or that, that circumstance in a very different way which honestly, like, I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but like, you ever get bored with life? Like, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like, oh, same old, same old. Like, mm-hmm. like it's as if like your brain, like just snaps into this, uh, like same patterned way of living. Like you get up, you brush the teeth, your teeth with the same hand, the same pattern. You take a shower and you wash your body in the same exact way. Like personally, like I start with my left arm with like the soap. And Dude, then me I'll, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, <laughs> but so like we can get so monotonous in life. Right. But like when there's then an opportunity, when you actually even intend to look for opportunities to where you can practice being in the world in this new way, then it's like this novel experience then that you have that can even excite you. Like you should said, again, your word was like relish in it. So it's like, instead of like, uh, what's the word for it? Um, dreading instead of like dreading when that's going to happen, oh, when am I going to be thrown off from this good mood? Like being on edge as if like the external circumstance, that person, that thing, that, um, you know, that project that you were working on and maybe it didn't work out or you failed or there was a mistake, like as if that actually has power over you. Instead of that, like when you, as you said, like that tip of just relishing in that opportunity, it's like you could actually look forward to being, this new version of yourself and then seeing if you are that new version of yourself. Like, I guess the final thing I'll say is like, I'm going back to the analogy of like testing, getting Mm -hmm. tested by the universe. I think a better way of saying is that we get the opportunity to test ourselves.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: It's like, who's giving the test. We are. It's not anything that that god source spirit, the infinite is doing. It's just being itself like, and is responding in, and in a very intelligent way in this, uh, in, in order to give us opportunities to be grounded and be in our center, like you said, in our center of power.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Those are really good points. Um, I'm just trying to think, like, we know while you were saying that, again, like, because Amanda specifically asked, you know, for what, I guess, what are some things that you could do or tips? And right. I think another big one for me, you know, besides kind of approaching the external world with that kind of curiosity of like, Again, not a test, but it's like relishing mm-hmm. in those moments to actually see, you know, how, like trying on this new version of how you feel and see how it actually makes you feel once you're in the external world. Because again, like just to highlight, she mentioned it in her question, like we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So, like the human experience is just as much there as the spiritual experience. And you can't, right. you can't get away from it. You can't hide from it. So like you want to relish those opportunities to go out into the world and be like, all right, like, let's see what I've learned and let's see how I feel by trying on these different things. So another tip for me is that that I noticed that I catch myself with is am I reacting to the situation or am I actually choosing a response to the situation? Mm. And that kind of mindset and mentality really helps me to figure out, okay, am I in my like, just like fight or flight or, or, you know, just like basic human patterns of like responding to this or reacting to this, or am I actually taking a step back and being like, all right, there's an uncomfortable situation that's presenting itself to me here, whether it's a long line or whether someone cut me off in traffic or whether it's a rainy day. And I was, you know, supposed to go to the beach today. It's like how, like I can actually choose how I want to respond to this. Mm. So it's like a tip is like, are you in that choosing how to respond mode or are you in that just reacting by based on like your emotions and how you feel mode? And I think that can really help someone like with the awareness piece of like kind of dropping down into like, all right, maybe I'm not actually choosing my response here, Let Mm. me actually get into that space and and see how I can actually choose a different response to this.
1: Right. Definitely. That, um, if I may add more, just like another tip or another way of doing that to that just piggybacks right off of that, like the way in which we choose to respond rather than react. I mean, we talk about a lot, the tool noticing what you're noticing metacognition. I mean, that's in essence what you're saying about having awareness, right? Um, but then I think we could take it further even in like a, a kind of ca- combination of everything we talked about, like relishing that there's an opportunity then to be that new version of yourself in that moment. Um, and if you do feel like you're thrown, gotten thrown off track, quote unquote off track, then you could use your noticing what you're noticing to reconnect with how you do want to show up and how you do want to respond. But then the other thing takes it even a step further because the the real question right here was like what are some tips of merging that inner world into the outer i mean the the question actually gives rise to the answer is to do that how do you do that is to take that inner world that you've created and in that moment maybe where like you got triggered or there was like that drop in energy or the awareness feels like it was gone but like you reconnect by noticing what you're noticing maybe taking a few deep breaths to be in the present moment but then reminding yourself, well, what was that inner world that I created before? How was I feeling? What thoughts were I, was I thinking, what kind of perception did I have about myself and the world? In fact, it made me think of uh, just now Einstein's quote, whereas we all have a fundamental decision to make to decide whether this universe is friendly or if it is not friendly Mm -hmm. and that, that decision will guide everything in our life. I mean, so coming back to it, it's like, it's, that doesn't happen just once and then you just all right, I'm good. I'm I've decided that the universe is friendly and now I'm gonna live by that for the rest of my life. Like, no, decisions come back up again and again almost daily. In fact, if you are conscious and you're aware. So I see it as like the next step is when you're choosing to respond rather than react, is to now recultivate in the moment that state, like that feeling. In fact, a lot of the things that I help my clients do is to memorize the state of being hmm. that is that version of themselves when their vision, their dream, what they want to create is all worked out. So that me- that, what I mean by it's memorizing that state is that there's a certain way you think and a certain way you feel when you are in your most empowered or your most highest self and you're feeling that in your body. That's a literal energetic signature that is in your toroidal field, your electromagnetic energy field, and so visceral it is as it is when it's in your body, if you can memorize that state, then you could bring that back up again. Like just as, as easy it is it, as it is to remember, you know, like your favorite birthday party or like uh, that that really precious moment you had with your significant other or your child or uh, a friend, like there was that really bonding moment. Like you can remember that. And if you just literally think about it, remember, remind yourself of that, for maybe even just 20, 30 seconds, and you really go within that memory, then you're able to bring that energetic signature to the present moment, and then express that out into your outer environment from your inner environment. I mean, that's literally what we do. We don't don't realize we do this, like when we remember something really beautiful. But we do this often when we uh, like terrorize ourselves with fear or rehash our past and you know, start to make up stories of like, oh, I'm not good enough. And, you know, we're, we're basically doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's just not in a positive, more expansive and uplifting sense. And so grounding all that and what I shared, because I know I said a lot of fancy words with the electromagnetic magnetic energy field and all, but it is simple as simple as reminding yourself of that inner world that you cultivated that morning or the day before that feeling where that was in your body and what kind of perception or thoughts that you were having when you were in that state and then bring it into that moment what would that be like how would you feel what would you be thinking in that moment if that was all there and then you can continue on and choosing to respond rather than react or going on further with your day
0: yeah dude that was such a beautiful answer to that Thanks. and then I, i'm just going to reiterate what you said because it was, it was kind of like a jimmy neutron brain blast moment i feel like for yeah? me listening because again it's Hell like yeah. What are some tips on merging that inner world into the outer world and basically what you said was like you're doing that no matter how you feel. Yes. The inner world, you're bringing that inner world part of you through your energy field, through your thoughts, through how you act in the world, through your judgments you make on people to like if you're going to choose to give that person a smile versus look the other way or friends, It's like you're literally bringing your internal world to the external world in every waking moment of the day. Right. Like by default. So then it becomes the question, how do I actually bring the inner world I want, or how do I cultivate the inner world that I want more often? Because then that inner world that I cultivate more often that I want is going to be the thing that's going to be portrayed out into the world. Exactly. So that's, you know, that's, that's what, that's it. Like that, that, that's really the crux of it. And so, you know, I think your, your, uh, um, tip is beautiful about memorizing that state of, of being that you really want to feel. And, um, I've never actually tried this before. And Kevin, I don't know if you have uh, with mm. any of your clients or, um, helping them like, uh, recall the, like that energy state that they want to recall is, is using anchoring. I don't know if you've ever, ever helped do that before. I heard the, like, ter- I know the term, yeah. but tell me more. It's like an NLP term and like Tony Robbins uses it and stuff. And like, he he's not the inventor of it, but it's, it's basically like when you, when you're in that state of like, let's say thinking about an emotion that you really want to remember you do some kind of like physical thing, whether it's like rub mm. your thumb in a weird way, or like you have a necklace that you twirl, or right. like you have something that you do, like with a little trinket or something that helps you anchor that effect with some physical thing. Right. And so I don't know if that resonates with anybody. I don't know why I felt called to say that, but that could be something that you could try um, to kind of add on to your practice of like for sure developing that inner state that you really want. Um, but again, Kev, I just I just want to like just say again, like your, your, the answer, the answer you gave is brilliant because that's, that's what it is. Right. The inner world is always expressing to the outer. Yes. So it's really about cultivating the inner world you want more often.
1: hundred percent.
0: And then in states where it's hard to actually keep it. Cause again, when you're in your mm. room meditating, it's easy to have that inner state that you want because there's nothing around you, but that's not the real world. So like right. going out there and having to deal with difficult people and difficult situations and still being able to hold that internal space that you want. That's, that's the work.
1: Seriously, it is. And dude, I appreciate your additional insights because I actually didn't realize, and I don't know if maybe it was just because I was in a flow seat and sharing all that, that I actually did make this point, but you reflecting that back to me made it even more clear that there's that additional point that it's happening anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it, really it's happening anyway. So we're doing this. It's not like we need some special technique, although what you shared is like the anchoring, which I also thought of, um, tapping, I don't know, like too much about it. And I haven't really done it myself, but I know like tapping uses like affirmations and then you like are literally tapping with like one or two fingers lightly, like on different parts of your body Mm -hmm. to have your body literally remember and memorize that state of being if you do that tapping. Right. So if you do the tapping again, then it's like the, the, the body to mind connection where like you're moving your body in a way to reorient your state of mind. Um, that's so that's all, another
0: one like, and the anchoring thing is it's like literally backed by science like they've done yes. they've done certain experiments like not with like the nlp type anchoring of like maybe touching like a part of your like thumb or whatever but they've done experiments on on students where when they were studying and they drank coffee
1: chewing and they, gum too I know chewing gum one. like yeah. what,
0: they would have to recreate that experience during the test and it would actually help them recall things
1: it literally they're yeah. doing
0: something physical that while they were doing the mental thing of that so like any of those little ways. Imagine, imagine if someone like take, like I'm just imagining dad, like that's how he does his anchoring. He just chews gum. <laughs> that's that's right, why he's always he chews, chewing gum.
1: Yeah, he chews a lot of gum. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean, those are all tips, but I want to say something that really is, that's really, really important with that. All of those additional things, like the body-mind approach, is just a tool to help facilitate the experience that is going on within of recultivating that inner world to express that in the external and be that now and and make that more of your normal, rather than something you have to like build yourself up to. Although there is the building up of course, of that energy and that, like you said, like the more you practice going within and cultivating that, the easier it is to then live that out in the external world. But it's still like the real work is that, that inner work. That's always the inner work. Even if you do the, that body mind connection with like the tapping or the anchoring and doing something physical, it still is all about that internal change. And if the internal change doesn't happen or that like recalibration of your energy doesn't happen in the moment, then the outer world will naturally just overtake your inner world. And that, that's dude, that's like pretty much any like teacher or sage, like that is about spirituality is like, that's, that's what it's about is to be within the external world and not let the external dictate your internal. Like it's, it's like the basics of of all of us um but it's it's also because it's the basics like it's not easy not not basically
0: yeah the basics are usually the things that are like almost the hardest to master because you think that they're so basic that you'll brush over them and you'll be like i I got that but dude like i mean i don't know how we've been doing this podcast for a long time we've been in this work for a long time and like this question really resonated with me because i still struggle with this too all the
1: time you know yeah I don't it's think there's the, any perfection of it.
0: Yeah, there isn't. And I think that's another big piece too, is that it's, it's going to be a, it's going to always be a continuous process. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about like continuing to cultivate that inner state, like learning what that feels for you feeling like really feeling into it and just trying to cultivate that as much as possible outside when you go do things. And over time right. you'll, you'll get better at it.
1: Definitely. Final thing I want to say, cause I know we're coming in for a close of like when the amount of time we want to give to this question, but I also want to just add that it takes a tremendous amount of courage to mm. cultivate that inner world, despite the external of what's going on. Cause it like through our five senses, which is how most of us have learned to live just through our five senses. And that's not anything like bad or wrong. It's just that that's how most of us have been raised to just perceive and experience and interact with the world with our five senses. Um, it's just normal to be like, just oh, you know, I lost that money or lost that project or that didn't work out or that person broke up with me. Oh man, okay, so I'm now sad. And it's nothing wrong about actually feeling some of those emotions that are natural to come up. But like, if you really want to live from that more higher vibrational internal world that's connected with a vision or what you would love or just love itself, and you wanting to be in that state and and live in that state, like it takes courage. Like, is there's going to be a lot of evidence external that is like, oh, I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be happy, but we've all seen the meme or the the idea that like, oh, happiness comes from within. If that really is true, if you really, really believe that, then it's going to take that tremendous amount of courage to be happy, be joyful, be love, be whatever expansive state you want in the, 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 uh, context of, you know, a very challenging situation. So it just takes perspective and it, it, again like you said it, it just takes time to like cultivating that and coming back to it so yeah uh, but the courage the courage piece i think is a is an important thing to remember that it's not easy
0: yeah i mean, that's a good place to to end at least on For this sure. discussion
1: yeah definitely which honestly i feel like there's some things we could have added or dove deeper into I, i'm glad that we actually touched on some of the scientific aspects of this mm-hmm. that like some of those tips that we shared but um I mean, well, we can
0: do, do, we can do, we can do an, an episode in the future really soon. Maybe the next time we record on like sure, cultivating the inner world. Cause again, yeah. just knowing how it always interacts. Like we can do some, right. some more diving into that.
1: 100%. Yeah. But I mean, it's at least enough to go forward on and take action yeah. on because as we've said in many times past, which it's exciting to actually share this and say this again, because it's been a while since you and I just have recorded, but we've always said at the end of our episodes, particularly just you and I, that. It's meant to be taken action. Like it's, you're meant to take action on these things. So don't just listen to this and then be like, "Oh, that was inspiring. I'll I'll try it. Sure, maybe." But like, give yourself a like a, a an experiment. Do an experiment with your life, even if it's just for a day or a week. Decide to practice this and try this out to cultivate that inner world. To relish in the times where there's going to be the external challenge. Um, yeah. Reconnect it- with that feeling internally that you created earlier, and then live that out and then enjoy it enjoy the process so the best, try it out
0: the best part about this episode was that it literally in order to try this out you literally just have to leave your house yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like go to the grocery store and like stand in line or like you know what i mean it's just like you'll right. you'll encounter things immediately when you go out into the outside world and you, you're starting to be like all right like how am i responding to things like you'll you'll notice right. right away yeah
1: 100 yeah because i mean there's always going to be opportunities again that are outside yeah. of our our uh our normal patterns of way of living, which often is like just so like looking at the internal and worrying about like, oh, what what am I doing? And like just concerned with ourselves versus being in the, like, it's just so interesting. Our, our awareness and connection energetically expands and goes outward when we do this kind of work where we allow ourselves to bring that beautiful inner energy to the external world. Like we actually naturally have, worry or anxiety or nervousness about like, Oh, what are they going to think of me? Like that just dissolves when we're so immersed with that experience of bringing the internal to the external and learning from that and cultivating that and being that like, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And there's magic and synchronicities that occurs when you do that, which I think many people have had those experiences where like, when you really are aligned and you're like showing up in the way you want to, like thing, like connections happen, you meet amazing people, like new ideas spark for you and just things continue on further for yourself. So yeah, I think that's what it's for, but yeah, I'm not there. Um, any final thoughts? No, I'm good. Okay, cool.
0: Otherwise we'll talk another 10 minutes
1: for sure. hundred <laughs> kind percent of time. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one other thing I want to add, which is, a, uh, is we're going to lead into some offers we have for you and some ways you can connect with us because, um, One of the, I mean, we, we touched on, this is actually one of the things I would definitely want to expand on more is the way in which you do cultivate that inner world, right? It's just way easier when you have support or you're connected with a community of people that are doing the same thing, that are like-minded, that is extremely important because otherwise it feels like we're crazy or feels like it's difficult because we're on our own and it's easy to give up or to slack off or just not take time and to cultivate those that inner world. Because again, no one's holding holding us accountable or uh, it's just easy to fall off track, right? So two ways that we can help you. First and foremost, if you're not familiar, Chris and I started a new subscriber program for the podcast. So it's the Science and Spirituality Subscriber Program. It's just $5 a month. And you could sign up by clicking the link in the description of this episode. And what you get is extra episodes that unlock on Spotify. And you can search for them throughout the many that we have. Uh, and then on top of that, we have once a month coaching calls and meditations. So it's a one hour zoom call once a month, usually around the new moon or full moon. Uh, and if you share your email with us, when you sign up, you'll get an email reminder about a week before that. Um, and then we get to have conversation we get to support you and answer your questions live. We'll have time, literally good 15, 20 minutes of that hour call to go within and meditate and cultivate that inner world so that you can be more aligned with your highest self and who you want to be your best self, even you can say. Um, so yeah, literally just five bucks a month for all of that. So again, mm-hmm. you can click the link in the description of this episode to sign up or even just to find out more. Uh, so that's a, a, a way in which you can bring yourself to a space where like you can be supported. That is much more, uh, like fluid, like you can come yeah. as you need. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, I'd recommend in terms of support. So as a coach myself, once a month, you may be familiar with this if you listen to our podcast much, but I offer uh, free sessions that are called strategy sessions to help you have a clear understanding of what patterns you feel maybe stuck in or that you're challenged by. And that we can get clear on where you are right now. So we can understand more deeply the energetic patterns we need to shift. Then we'll get clear on what vision or what life you'd love to create, or what are the patterns that you want to cultivate or that inner world you want to bring to your outer world. And then we'll talk about action steps you could take to bridge the gap from where you are to where you'd love to be. And it's a full hour call one-to-one with me where I get to support you and all of that. And then at the end, if, we, if you, we find that we're a good fit to work together, we'll talk about coaching and programs and things like that. Um, but this session is completely complimentary. It's free. And I have uh, 12 sessions left this month of February. Although again, I offer this once a month, so you can click the link in the description of this episode for that to check out my calendar for that. And uh, yeah, I'd be open to talking with you if you feel guided and feel you would really benefit from that kind of direct more one-to-one support where that accountability is like built in mm-hmm. in, in essence. So anyway, that's uh, that's what we got for you today. And that would definitely complement what we talked about uh, and yeah. helping you build more of that um, stronger sense of inner self so that you can bring that to your external world more easily. Yeah, and that's it. Yep, all right, y'all. Hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll talk with you, of course, on another episode. Peace. Peace. And that's it for today. So thanks for tuning in. We really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we enjoyed recording it. So any questions, any comments, connect with us on Instagram personally, at Kevin F. Carton or at Chris J cart,
0: or our podcast or Instagram page at science and spirituality podcast. And if you feel guided to the one thing that we do ask is for you to please rate the podcast and also leave a review this way we can reach more people and in that way impact more lives. So with that, we'll see you on the next episode.